This podcast is a quest for well-being, a quest for a meaningful life through the exploration of fundamental truths, enlightening ideas, insights on physical, mental, and spiritual health. The inspiration is love. The aspiration is to awaken new ways of thinking that can lead us to a new way of being, being well. Welcome to Body, Mind, and Soul Healing Conversations. Consciously showing gratitude is my best practice and my number one good habit. Being grateful saves me during hard times and improves my life each day. Valeria Tejas interviews Alina Adamit, the author of Grateful, in love with my messy, beautiful life. Alina Adamit was born in Romania. She is a trained elementary school teacher. She taught seven-year-olds for three years in her hometown, and then she went to college where she met her future husband, Marius. She graduated with a degree in sociology. In 2001, Alina and Marius got married in Romania. She came to the United States in 2002 and has been working in a preschool as a teacher's assistant for almost 10 years. In the last six years, Alina became more and more passionate about growing as a person and living her best life. She loves sharing, and for the past four years, she has been sending weekly emails to 40 of her friends. These emails are about people who inspire her, experiences that touch her heart, and seeing beauty everywhere and in everyone. Since childhood, Alina wrote poems and short essays. She loves expressing herself through writing. The idea of writing a book was flirting with her for a long time, so in 2018, she decided to flirt back. Grateful, in love with my messy, beautiful life, is her first poetry collection. This is Alina Adamit's first podcast interview ever. She is thrilled to share about her best practice, giving thanks every day. Meet Alina at gratefulbyalinaadamit.com. Here is the interview with Alina Adamant. In your own words, who is Alina Adamant? <laughs> That's a very good question, Valeria. <laughs> and a hard one too, yeah. a little bit tricky. Right. I'm a life lover a gratitude spreader, a forever student, so I'm a work in progress. I'm a joyful being, a beauty chaser, and one of the silliest people I know. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> the sense of humor, taking ourselves lightly. Yeah, that sounds wonderful to me. You being aware of your purpose here on this plane, in this reality, it's really beautiful too. I really admire that. My first official question to you is the one that came to mind off record when we just talked now a few minutes ago. What's the best way to teach gratitude to others? I think the best way is 
to show my gratitude, to show what gratitude does to me and my life. And I invite people. I have some friends and some family members who do a 10 reason gratitude list. We share our lists every single day with each other. We inspire each other in this way and we keep it up. So yeah. I think the best way is to show it how it's done. And I write a lot of Facebook posts about this. I'm showing my gratitude through songs, through you name it. Right. <laughs> I'm creative with it. So yeah. and I keep telling them. I'm like a witness, you know, what gratitude is doing in my life. Big, big, beautiful changes. Right. So they see my joy coming out more often and in beautiful ways, and they are inspired by this. Mm. So I guess instead of telling them, showing them, you know. Right. My next question is about expectations in life. Do you have any? What do you want from life at this time? I love, I love at this time to life to invite me more and more to go deeper and deeper inside of myself and heal whatever is left unhealed and to continue the way it is. I think it's a beautiful mix of messiness and beauty and <laughs> yeah. it's a, yes. I love this, um, this desire that we humans have to uncover more of what life really is and what we are doing here and what's this all about. Um, and that brings me to the topic of healing, which I often talk about. And I, for some reason, I'm really fascinated with the healing journey. Yes. So how do we invite those discoveries, those healing, new healing discoveries? I think we try to stay as open as possible. Our minds to be open, open our hearts when we are open, we invite life and we invite the lessons and we invite the teachers and we invite the blessings just to stay as open as possible every single day. It's like a decision we make every single day. True. So true. To, yeah, to leave all the doors and all the windows of our minds and souls open and actually to knock them down if it's possible. <laughs> they, are, they are not needed. Right. <laughs> no doors, no windows. So that brings me to the question about some of us who are concerned about being hurt, being so open, like children usually are, and they do get hurt. So how do we keep ourselves open and at the same time protect ourselves, our hearts, so we don't get hurt? Yes, sometimes it's tough. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's much easier said than done. Right. But little by little, if we live in the state of gratitude or you know, we have a strong practice, daily practice in our life. That practice teaches us how to get back on our spiritual feet as soon as possible, not to be knocked down so deeply and for such a long time. So sometimes challenges happen and they take us down. But if we have strong practices in our life, we get back on our feet sooner and we see the lesson in it. It's not meant to hurt us. It's not meant to kill us. It's, it's meant to build us, even mm. to get us to higher ground, to I be agree. closer to the higher power. I really try to be as open as possible. Uh, but at the same time, I want to be myself. I want to be able to say no, too, to some people, circumstances that don't fit me, that I really don't feel like doing. 
Um, so how do we balance that, Alina? This, for me, has been a challenge. Yes, Saying no. <laughs> mm-hmm. yes, that's a big life lesson <laughs> when right. we learn to say no. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes. We need to say no what doesn't feel right for us, you know, to stay true to ourselves. Right. Because we cannot love everybody and not everybody loves us. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's yes. reality, right? Yes, we need to choose our tribe and that tribe can change during the, our lifetime, you know, as we grow different people may fit us better. Right. So, no, it's very hard to let go. And sometimes other people let us go. When we are on a growth path, they don't feel close to us anymore. They don't understand our purpose and our change. True. Yes. Would you say learning to say no in a kind way? Or yes. Just, yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. I like that better. <laughs> yes, in a kind way. Yes, that's... Is still with love. That's the way, yes. Thank you for being in my life, but yes. <laughs> yeah, we but can from still... now on, yes. <laughs> yes, that's the way to do it, with kindness. Yeah. Because we went on some paths together. We had some beautiful memories, but we don't fit <laughs> anymore. <laughs> and that's okay. We are growing, yes. Right. That's meant to be. That has been a challenge because I love people. I love being around people and being open. Me too, yeah. Yeah, but then there are some consequences to uh, to be responsible for, really. Because I'm learning that too. We have to be responsible for everything and not blame others. And actually it goes two ways. If don't we don't fit together anymore, it's not we don't make them a service as well. We, You know, they need yeah. to find their own people. True. We are helping everybody, ourselves and others, by saying yes. No. Right. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's a practice for life. For me, it has been a, a tough one. For everyone. <laughs> yeah, it might be, right? Yeah, I want to... Hmm. So my next question is about beauty. In your book, the title, you mentioned that word. So the title of your book is Grateful in Love with My Messy, Beautiful Life. So what is your idea or understanding, definition of beauty? Beauty is everything that makes your soul dance. And there are so many things, people and experiences that make my soul dance. This is one of the biggest advantages of practicing gratitude on a daily basis. This, the abundance of things, people and experiences that feel beautiful to me. The more I'm opening myself to life's gifts, the more I see beauty in unlikely places and unlikely situations. Mm. And oh, wow. Thank you for being that um, reference for us. Thank you so much. Yeah, your presence is beautiful. Thank you. You're present as well. What do you think the purpose of the human experience is? I think the purpose of life is to experience everything in this body, in this mind, in this soul, and to learn to learn our life lessons. And I love the way you, Valeria, say life lessons are li- lessons of love. I love that so much. I'm going to steal your... <laughs> <laughs> Please do, yes. <laughs> and share that. Yeah, I mean, my words are your words. Um, my quest is your quest. I, I remember titling something that, and somebody said the other day to me, my healing is your healing. That's true. And your yes. healing is my healing. That's very true. 
How did you come across this amazing uh, elevated state of mind of gratitude? How did that happen? Seven years ago, I was really down. I think it was my lowest point in my life. I didn't feel good enough, good enough mother, good enough wife, you name it, not good enough. So it was my lowest point. But in the same time, I was ready for a big change in my life. And they say when the student is ready, the teacher will show up. And it showed up in my life in the form of a book, Eckhart Tolle's A New Earth, Awakening to Your Life's Purpose. That was the turning page that a big shift happened in my life. And I invited joy in my life every single day. I saw myself as a co-creator, not a victim of my life circumstances anymore. And little by little, living more a joyful life, gratitude came into my life because I truly believe that joy and gratitude are the best of friends. Mm. So gratitude came into my life in the shape of a gratitude box. I started small, just putting some notes from time to time. And I start giving thanks with my boy, my husband and my son. Every single night, our prayer was just giving thanks. We turn the lights off and our inner lights shine bright. And some days are heavy or some hours are heavy. Nevertheless, we leave everything behind. And in the dark, we see the beauty of our lives and we are able to count our blessings. There are so many. And sometimes we sing our blessings, like spontaneously Mm. (laughs) sing our blessings. And that was the, the baby steps. And the next step was... I had an idea to celebrate my birthday four years ago with my girlfriends, like 15 girlfriends. And I purchased a little box for each one of them. And I put a gratitude note, Uh a a personal one for each one of them. And we played some games at my birthday party and I named it Sweet Gratitude. We had just fruits and desserts and these games of gratitude. I encouraged them to write to each other and it was... I think the moment that I felt like, yes, I need to spread this message in the world. And then in 2018, on Facebook, in November, I decided to write every single day a gratitude reason for a person, for an experience, for a place. I found 30 different reasons. And the feedback was really good, but the best feedback was for a friend of a friend, not even a close friend, Tara Verzella. She was kind enough to tell me, Alina, why don't you gather all these posts in a book? And for the first time ever, that was like, wow, something inside me lit up. And I said, wow, that's going to be my very first book, writing about this, about gratitude. I love the way you say that in the dark, we see the beauty of our lives. Yes. That is uh, when we are grateful. Would you say that gratitude is a spiritual practice? Yes. Yes. A deeply one, I'd, I'd say, yes. Yeah. If you are able to be grateful for everything, then, yeah, it becomes, I mean, that that's the ultimate yeah, demonstration of, of spirituality to me. And authenticity, how is authenticity connected to gratitude, Alina? Another good question. I, that's what I wanted to do with my book. That's why I 
wrote this subtitle, In Love with My Messy Beautiful Life, because it's really easy to be grateful when it's something so-called good happens to you or in your life, you know, right. for the gift, yeah, for the birthdays or the dear ones or for trips or for houses or for presents or surprises. It's very easy to give thanks. But actually, gratitude is a practice of every single day, every single hour, doesn't matter what you experience. So even when we are troubled, we need to give thanks because every single moment we are alive. If nothing else, we we can give thanks for that breath that we are taking in that moment. So in my book, I write about parts of my messiness and about my <laughs> challenges in life and how these are actually our best friends, our best teachers, these challenges and these tougher times. We don't see them in the moment as teachers, but if we are open enough, they are the best of teachers. This and that's how we stay authentic. Mm -hmm. When it's time to cry, cry. When it's time to suffer, suffer. But don't cling to those things. Just let them take you deeper into yourself and heal some more and listen to their lessons because they are beautiful. Yes. The lessons in the midst of challenges. Are you able to do that at this time? I'm getting better and better. I can admit, yes. So it is a practice, Mayalina. It is, it is. Talk to me about freedom. What is to be free from your perspective? I think freedom means to be able to live as much as possible in the present moment. Not to let regret or fear take you in the past or in the future. I think the people who are able to stay as much as possible... Yeah, to stay here now without yes, drifting yes. too much. Yes, I think that's a free person who's able to do that. Yeah, because now you're not constrained by the past, the, the thoughts really. We can still have thoughts now with purpose and intention, but it's not anything related to the past. It might be, right? Because I love the thoughts that come from inspiration, from intuition. And, and I wonder if we can distinguish them do you know how we can differentiate thoughts from the past, you know, from traumatic events or our belief system from thoughts that are inspiring? I think we feel it inside when there are thoughts that still push us, that are still pulling us towards the past. We feel lighter when they are inspirational ones. Yeah. And we feel like some heavy stones are our, are our heart when they are. <laughs> yeah, it, there is a big difference. We just need to go inside of ourselves and we find there the answer when there are things that steal our peace of mind or things that inspire us and yeah. help us grow even more. Like you said, too, we're here learning. It's all about this yes. learning experience. Do you think we chose to be here in a human body? I'm not sure about it, but I think I would love to think that, that it was my choice to be right here and right now. Hmm. And if I'm able to make another choice, I would like to be a tree in another <laughs> life. Really? <laughs> yes. That sounds like fun. <laughs> wow, they're amazing. Yeah, nature, huh? Wow, in your book. Yes. Yeah, you have this uh, a section 
about being thankful. Chapter one, nature, grateful for everything in nature, air, trees, fire, wind, sunsets. It's beautiful the way you write there. So talk to me about the uh, the poem, Grateful for Wake Up Calls. So, and I love the PS that you have there, that note. Strong people are not afraid to show their vulnerable parts. What was the inspiration for that poem, Alina? It was my real life. I went through <laughs> some tough patches. Yeah. And even though I was already on this new beautiful path, I wanted to show that challenges and hardship is still happening, but they are actually friends. They are wake-up calls, they are invitation to meet our higher self, you know, to evolve. So I went through some tough months and I realized that I want to see the light again. But in order to see the light again, I really need to feel whatever it needs to be felt and to see what this lesson is here to teach me. Were you already spiritual before all these major challenges in your life? I think since I was a little girl, I had a little poem, poet yeah. living inside of me. So I, always, I was always in love with thoughts, deep thoughts and poetry and soul, soul related things. So, yes, I was on this path. You say something interesting, speaking of consciously, you say um, in your book, and I think it's the introduction, you say consciously showing gratitude is my best practice and my number one good habit. Being grateful saves me during hard times and improves my life each day. So when you say consciously showing gratitude, I'm wondering what are the other ways? Are there other ways to show gratitude that are not conscious? What I meant there, it yeah. was more like some people may have a, been a habit or a certain time or certain holidays to give thanks or, yeah. you know. Right. But these are more like spontaneous ones, but I like invite, you know. Yeah. I'm open now. I'm inviting my heart to say, to sing its song, you know, to mm. say. Many times when I'm driving... It's my best gratitude time, practicing gratitude. I'm looking around, I'm staying in the moment. Yes, I'm consciously choosing to do this right now. And many times during the day, I'm doing this. It's not just like you said, giving thanks during holidays, because that's what everybody's expected to do. Yes, I really enjoy this. It's a way of living for me. Yeah. Like you said, gratitude and joy, they are connected. It's so interesting how the heart feels yes. that. When we sincerely are grateful for something, then joy arises naturally. We don't have to look yes. for joy. It just arises. Yes, they come together. <laughs> they are always holding hands. <laughs> and I wonder why so many of us forget to be grateful, intentionally grateful. Do you have some ideas? I guess we are getting too caught up in our mm. minds, you know, in little things that we need to be done in, in the fear, actually, mm. different layers of fear, you know. Yes. Yeah, the main roadblock or obstacle to gratitude, you would say it's fear in general. Yeah, fear. Yes. And another thing we take for granted, some things we 
might think, oh, we don't need to give things this, like we deserve them or <laughs> they are meant to be or they are not big things when they are. Everything is a <laughs> blessing and a big thing. Mm, yeah. Everything is a gift. Yes. And that takes like a state of heart, living from the heart, right, Alina? I yes. would say. Yes. If we are in the in our head space all the time, the mental emotions and, and the mental patterns, then it's really, yeah, that's challenging to be grateful because that gratitude comes from the heart. That's how I, I have experienced it then. So you also say um, something interesting here. You said challenges are best teachers, which you mentioned before. They are meant to teach us some great lessons about compassion, tolerance, patience, understanding, humility, and many others. In a poem called, that's the same poem, Grateful for Everything, I think is one of your first poems. You say, nowadays I'm learning to give thanks for soul pain. That's interesting the way you say that. So pain from the soul, what kind of pain is that, Alina? The deepest kind, <laughs> yes. Mm. Soul pain is when you hurt so much, like you feel like your heart and your soul is into pieces or yes, when like somebody grabbed you from inside and left you <laughs> lost to yourself, yes. So the, the soul's pain it might be the deepest pain that there is. Yes, when you feel you have a storm inside you, like, <laughs> and nothing is settled down. It's like a tornado that keeps going, going, yes. Yeah, somebody said that before, that the human experience in a human body is not for the fainted heart, is not for <laughs> the weak-hearted person. I'm not sure why they said that and who said that, but it makes sense, doesn't it? So only those who can love truly love can be okay with this experience uh, because it is challenging, wonderfully challenging <laughs> from my perspective. <laughs> if you learn to I see agree. everything is a lesson, that's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it becomes beautiful. Another thing you mentioned, yeah, you mentioned forgiveness. I saw this somewhere. I wrote it here, but I wanted to ask you a question about the connection also between forgiveness and gratitude. Do you see any? Yes, I do. I think you are able to give thanks from your deepest parts of your soul and heart when you are able to be forgiving towards yourself in the first. To forgive ourselves is the first step and then to forgive all others. Yes. So that's connected to gratitude too because yeah, once we open the heart, then everything else is possible. All these good things will come. And we might not even call forgiveness. It's just, oh, the, whatever happened to me is just life trying to show me who I am. Yes. That's what I see today. Does it make sense to you when somebody says that or writes that life's trying to show you in different ways who you are? I agree. It makes sense, right, Lena? Very yes. much that, <laughs> that idea. So we're almost at the end. And I do have a few more questions for you. 
And I have so many notes that I made here from your book, <laughs> way too many <laughs> at the time. <laughs> um, beautifully written. I love the way you format it too. It's uh, that simplicity. It just sings love when I see anything that's simple. I love uh, how you talk. Uh, you're very grateful to the people in your life, uh, the inspirational people out there. I love the chapter seven, Life Lessons. The poem, uh, Grateful for Being Enough, that's a beautiful poem. Beautiful, beautiful. Grateful for finding my home, I love that too. Grateful for being okay with not being None. okay. <laughs> that's, that's a big one too, yes. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's wisdom all the way. Uh, grateful for recognizing my power, thankful for possibilities, I love that. I believe in abundance see more than two possibilities. So always see more. And then you say that gratitude is a choice. That's a poem too. You call being grateful is a choice. And that is so true. Yes, a daily choice every single day. Yes. So every moment even, right, Elena, we can choose to be grateful rather than something else. They complain. And would you say the opposite of gratefulness is uh, blaming and complaining? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. You have lots of good questions. <laughs> Does it resonate? I, I would say a closed heart, whatever that mm-hmm. means. Yes, a closed heart is the opposite of gratitude. Because that will uh, hold space for more um, expressions, right? Not just um, complain to blame, but probably guilt, hatred, self-hatred, and everything else in between that realm, right? Yeah, all the heavy ones. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It is heavy, right? Um, And that's, I know, as much as we want to be in the light side, and we do, and it's wonderful that we are able to do that because there are so many people around us who need that energy, that inspiration, really. Like you said, the way to teach gratitude is being a grateful person, showing gratitude. I was just wondering because I have my um, a nephew in Brazil. He's now here, mm. seven years old, and I work with him from here. Doing some, we are doing collaborating, some writing mm-hmm. a book together with my sister and him. And I noticed that sometimes he writes me. He sends messages on WhatsApp, you know. Oh, you know, because I sent him the pages to, for revision. And then he, he doesn't say thank you for anything. He just says, oh, I want this way. I want this page this way. And he's very demanding in many ways. He's a child. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to teach him gratitude. And I don't want to tell him, oh, don't you think you should be grateful <laughs> for, you know, <laughs> but I don't want to say it that way. And yes. yeah, and then you just taught me something, just be grateful. And I always thank him for everything. Thank you for our collaboration. I love this. Yes, it's a very good start. Yes. Yeah. I, yes, my but he didn't get the message yet. <laughs> Every time he sends me a message. Keep going. Keep going. I, I got to be patient. Yes. got to be patient. Wow. And patience is love. Of course. <laughs> what an interesting. <sighs> yeah. Life is really, um, is a treasure. It's precious and it's teaching us. Yes. Yeah. All the time. Thank you so much, Alina, for your beautiful presence. Yeah. Thank you so much. You don't need words even (laughs) to be so beautiful and so light and joyful. Yeah, it can be felt. You have a beautiful elevated presence. Thank you so much for sharing your beautiful life in the world. (laughs) Thank you for the encouragement.
I would love to share one of my poems if you still have a minute or so. Absolutely. Yes, that's my next question to you. So I have those ending questions. But before I ask them, would you like to add anything or read one of your poems? Yes, of course. Yes, I would love to read. Thank you for your beauty. This is my very last poem in the book. And all the poems, I feel they come, they are gifted to me. But this one, I feel like more than others. Mm. All others. Yes. Yes. So the poem is, thank you for your beauty. You are beautiful for no reason and for all the good reasons in the world. You may be lighter or heavier than the people who appear on the cover of magazines. You may have more wrinkles or more white hairs than a couple of years ago. You may not be as fashionable, as traveled, as money rich as the famous stars. You may not be as schooled, as trained, as confident, as brave, as ready as others. Nevertheless, you are an incredibly beautiful human being. Yes, you are. You are uniquely made. You are God on the inside. You are blessed. You have heaven in your eyes when you smile. You have light in you even when you cry and suffer. Even when the world seems to crumble to pieces all around you, the light is still there, the beauty still in you. Most of all, What makes you beautiful are those crazy, amazing moments when you let your light shine bright. You are the most beautiful version of yourself when you are unapologetically yourself, when you live as beautifully as you can, when you do your best and call it a day. You are so beautiful when you want to grow through all life experiences. You are beautiful when you are no longer a slave in the chains of your own mind the chains of negativity and fear. You are a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful human being. You are a gift to this world. Don't try to compare, copy, or compete with your sisters or brothers. You are a unique piece of the human puzzle, and the world is not complete without you. You are beautiful. Close your eyes and know this in your heart. Yeah, that is... Um... Well, no words. Thank you, Nalina. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me and for everything. It's an honor to share my gifts. So I have one ending question for you because I'm quite late. <laughs> so the last one is, what are three things about life you know for sure as of this moment? I know for sure I'm blessed. I know for sure that we are here for a beautiful higher purpose we are here and i know for sure that love is our boss yes i agree a billion times thank you so much again thank you so much valeria yeah everything that you are you're doing that's the, the awareness it's just incredible to be aware of the soul's purpose the spirit uh, love god's purpose as some call that is in itself it's an incredible gift to humanity Where can we find more information about you, your books, products, services, and future projects? My book, Grateful, In Love With My Messy, Beautiful Life, can be bought at Balboa Press, at their store, or on Amazon or at barsanoble.com. And my website is www.gratefulbyalinaedemut.com. Thank you so much again, Alina, and we'll talk soon. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye for now. Bye.
Thank you for listening. To learn more about Alina Adamit and her work, please visit gratefulbyalinaadamit.com. To learn more about this podcast, please visit fitforjoy.org slash podcast. Thank you again for listening and bye for now.